talking about a man that just is lapping up life at the moment. Nicholas Ashman joins us. The man from thebeatenfavourite.com and the great tip-off. The one and the only Nicholas Ashman. Hello to you, mate. How's things? Um, I'm good, mate. I'm up at Bonnie Hills on the New South Wales north coast. Um, A little road trip with my five-year-old son. So, mate, I'm staring at the ocean right now. It's a beautiful beautiful scene. So, uh, yeah, good times, mate. Good times. Life doesn't get any better. What races do you want to have a look at over the weekend? It's sort of like a... We've had the Magic Millions and the end of the Queensland Carnival, and it's sort of a period now where there's a few quiet weeks before you start to really um, get set for the Melbourne and Sydney slash summer autumn carnivals. And that's mm. some of the good horses are coming back at the trials as we speak. Well, I think the good thing about this time of year, it's a bit like that sort of uh, early August period when we get to the back end of winter. It's, yeah, the yeah. racing's probably not quite as elite as we know it to be at other times of the year. But uh, you, you do sometimes get a couple of horses that are, maybe going to use their residual fitness to tackle those early stakes races of the upcoming carnival. And I think that's what we're going to see on Saturday. And at, at the same time, if you're watching the trials, it's an exciting time now because you're looking at particularly the two-year-olds going towards the Blue Diamond series. Um, we're looking at them now coming back and looking at jump outs and trials and whatnot. And plus you've also got your horses, you know, the Sydney Autumn Carnival and the, Brisbane, the Melbourne Autumn Carnival. There's plenty of horses going through their early work there as well. So, it's an exciting time for mine. Uh, racing at headquarters in Melbourne on Saturday, that being Flemington. I'd start with race three. Now, this Kiko for Jim Conlon, has he been on the show yet? Yes. I know you've got him on. Yep. He's what did he a... say about Kiko? I haven't listened. Forgive me. Yeah, she, he's, he says that he's more than happy with her. She, obviously being a daughter of capitalists, she's taken a little while, to, you know, just to mature. You know, those capitalists, they're a bit like you back when you're in your early 20s and that you were just like very hard to control. And now since you've um, had a family and, and got a beautiful wife, you've been able to come back under the bride a little bit. And Kiko's yeah. just a little bit like that. And she went up to Queensland. She had a bit of sun on her back and she performed okay up there in Queensland, but she's come mm. back a better horse. So um, she's saving up her energy for the vital time of the race. And that's at the end. So um, hopefully she can put it all together now. Yeah, well, the, the, the sectionals, her times and her, the data saying that she's come back a, a better horse this campaign, Gareth, she's always shown a good, sharp turn of foot. But the issue was that she only had about a 150-metre sprint on her previously. Now we're seeing that stretch out to sort of 250, 300 metres, and that may even get better in time. So clearly Jim had an opinion of this filly uh, when she was a younger horse. He threw in some pretty handy races. And, and she, she, she always showed a bit. And I just think now that she's got that win out of the way, last start, three kilo claim for Tatum Bull, brings it, her in for 51 kilos. She, those acceleration horses, when they get down in the weights, they can be devastating. And look, I'm not, I'm not charging into the sort of 380 around town now, but I'm really excited to see her because she's the kind of horse that could develop into a stake source in time. So race three, number 10 at Flemington. Race five, number four, Kin. Yes. Ah, God. I, I, I sacked this horse, but looking at the form, like, she's just got to win this. Oh, I know, but everyone's getting sucked in once again. And oh. I think she's a big chance, this daughter of impending and Jay Carr rides for Jimmy Cummings. But there's a few of those Cadolphin horses like Kin that they, I don't know, mm. just trying like um, maybe a spacewalk. They just, they continue yep. to suck you in a little bit. They're um, a bit like, you know what I'd say? She's like a, she's, she's like a, I was going to say a poor man's version of Osborne Bulls, <laughs> yeah. but that doesn't come quite come out right because she one she's a filly and and two that's you know I'm not trying to say that Osborne Bulls had any issues. He was a fantastic horse, but 
he found ways to get beaten a few times once he got up to the top level. Um, Kins, she's a she's a very good horse. She's a bit similar to Kiko in the sense that she's got a, a great turn of foot, but yeah. she needs everything to go right for her to win. But she's just she should be beating those horses on Saturday. If she can't, she's officially sacked for life. I'm 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 saying that now on public radio. She's I'm never backing her again if she doesn't win on yeah. Saturday. Let's flip over to race nine though. Here's a horse that I think might sort of end up in those early. I was talking about that sometimes these horses come back three or four weeks before the other carnival horses just to build that residual fitness so they can snare a stakes race early on. And I reckon that's the case. Race nine, number nine, 99 for the Maxwell Smart fan, Elkington Road. Now, he's a horse that's mm. he's second up. His first up was at Caulfield behind Boldino. There was no money for him there. He SP'd at 20, 20 bucks, which I, I was a bit surprised with. So I'm cautious of that. But second up last campaign, he was only beaten, what, three and a half lengths by Legato in the Group 1 Australian Guineas. Um, he's a handy horse when he's right. And I just wonder if Mike Moroni thought, okay, he's probably not quite at that top level. So let's get him fit and let's tackle, like, you know, a couple of stakes races early in the, in the autumn with him. I reckon that might be the plan for him. So I wouldn't be surprised. They've got Zara aboard as well. You don't book Mark Zara unless, you wanna, unless you're trying to win a race. So um, around that $10, $11 mark, I think Elkington Road's a bet. That's pretty much it for... Uh, Flemington for me. I've got one for you up at Eagle Farm. just want to talk first of all before I get to that. Race three at Eagle Farm. Got to watch this race on Saturday. There's two really good horses in it. First of all, Payline, who ran second to Barassi um, last time out. Now, Barassi's win on the prelude day for the Magic Millions, that being the 6th of January. On my stuff, that was the win of the day. That was the race of the day. And this horse ran, sorry, third to him. Was beaten the margin, but had some excuses. But he takes on a horse called Fortuneer. And I do a bit of work for Proven Thoroughbreds. Mm-hmm. They're a great team. And this three-year-old filly's unbeaten in two starts. Admittedly, just a lot weaker races than what she faces on Saturday. But the way she pins her ears back, she looks like a good horse when you watch her run. And the time says she's pretty good as well. They're both around that sort of $3 mark. That's a bit of a sit and watch race for me. But the bet for me up there, and the price has gone a little bit, is in race seven, go all the way down, Gareth, to number 12, Redwood Shadow. And this is a horse that um, only had one run north of the border. I think it was with Joey Pride, and it might have even been with um, Price Kent earlier in its career. First up here on Saturday off 166 days. First up uh, last campaign was placed in a benchmark 78 at Warwick Farm. This race on Saturday is also benchmark 78, but it's up at Eagle Farm, which is typically easier than uh, Warwick Farm. Prep before that was also placed at benchmark 72 level at Warwick Farm, both on heavy tracks and there's a bit of rain forecast up there. I think it's a bit of a silly price, even still around that $12 mark now. Uh, it'll probably be back in the run and it'll need a little bit of luck, but it's got enough ability to compete with this field, looking at uh, the horses here. You've got horses like Emperor and that. They're handy horses. Black on Beauty is pretty good, but uh, is first up. I just think Redwood Shadow looks an each-way bet special. Love your work, Nicholas. I think Algonquin Road could be a play. Big Mike's happy with him as well um, in that mm. final event at Flemington or later in that program anyway. We appreciate your help as always. You enjoy Northern New South Wales and we'll catch up with you next week. Good on you, G. Thanks, brother.